Hello guys from all over the world. Thank you, thank you very much for listening to the podcast today, to the second episode. I want to thank all the ones that listened to my previous one. This is the second episode of Caged. And let's jump into the argument. So what are we going to talk about today? Lots of things, lot of things. So we're gonna start from an international perspective this time. So we're gonna do it the other way around. So we're gonna talk about UK, Austria. We're gonna talk about Germany. We're gonna talk about how Europe is taking measures to prevent coronavirus. We're gonna talk about also for a bit of USA. So what Donald Trump is doing to basically prevent everything. After we did that, we're gonna talk about our beloved Italy. Uh, how are we doing with the problem? Uh, what uh, measures have been taken from the, from the government? And what kind of donations are we receiving to treat the issue? Well, let's jump then um, into the discussion. So, first of all, Boris Johnson. Who is Boris Johnson for the one that doesn't, that don't know who he's him? I think everyone does, but you know, just to just to give him more information. So, Boris Johnson is the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Um, basically, what's happening in the United Kingdom today? It is that. Um, has been declared the emergency status. Uh, they admitted that they have more than 10,000 probably people who are infected from the virus. However, it is quite surprising to me, and let me know what you think guys about that, what Boris Johnson said uh, as a, a measure against the virus. is saying that uh, the production won't stop again, won't stop at all, and I read on the on the newspaper that you basically the university and everything else will will stay open and he's saying the I mean the words of him are quite shocking so I'm gonna read them uh, I'm gonna read them right now I'm literally I'm literally reading them right now so many families could lose their beloved ones however taking measures right now will not cause significant differences and could not I'm sorry and could result counterproductive what do you think about that guys it is this was sorry this was Boris Johnson and this was he said basically what do you think about that it is quite shocking to me. It is really, I, f I don't, I don't find a reason why. Uh, you know, the UK that is standing out uh, for guaranteeing rights to people, 
uh, when you think to the UK, you think to modernity, you think you think to um, rights guaranteed for every category. Basically, this is the general assumption that we in Europe have at the moment uh, when speaking of the United Kingdom. And however, it is quite surprising to me to see the Prime Minister who is basically telling the people uh, I'm sorry guys uh, I don't want to see any kind of damages to my JDP and I rather prefer seeing people die of the virus than see the economy affected I mean I don't know what you think about it. I'm really curious to know your opinion on this case because uh, to me it has, it has been really shocked I do have many friends and UK that right now are living this kind of situation and I'm seeing them on Facebook um, raising uh, uh, campaigns uh, and signatures to to go against these affirmations here so now I want to speak about Austria guys nice country Austria I did my Erasmus there it is been lovely I lived in Vienna for one year and I can tell I can tell you guys it is magnificent so sorry guys let's let's go back to to the argument so Austria it is quite surprising as well to see uh, that what what's happening it is that Austria blocked the um, the Italian tracks uh, at the border you know probably that Austria and Italy we are neighbors and they block our tracks and and they've created with this action an immense queue of 80 kilometers in the highway where people the the truck drivers were there I mean I saw, I saw the images they were there like animals and stuck to animals and they could do they could not even go to the toilet it is this is something that which is horrible and it is really surprising that Europe is doing nothing about that they are not talking about that and this is something something unfortunately that uh, the people who approved this measure should be ashamed of I think also because yesterday um, our minister of For foreign affairs minister I don't know if it is the same uh, with the English translation I'm, I'm saying right now but basically it is the for the US people it is the equivalent of Mike Pompeo and so our minister basically threatened Austria to shut down the borders he said basically guys you are blocking our tracks I'm gonna shut down definitely the borders so you cannot go in where your goods you cannot spread your goods in Europe and let's see what you do magically in two hours the 80 kilometers of trucks of queue were empty guys two freaking hours <laughs> it has been really crazy it is i don't know what you think about that but it makes me really laugh my god my god Let's talk about Germany right now. So there's a short story I want to tell you. So I managed to discover that thanks to a journalist yesterday, to Sebastiano Barizoni uh, from Corriere della Sera. 
and what happened is that um, the Italy, Italian government basically purchased uh, something like around 800,000 masks for doctors and for surgeons when they operate basically and, and yeah and so they are disappearing now we are not aware of where they are so they've been produced in China they've been produced in China and then Thanks to a German agent, we were supposed they were supposed to arrive in Frankfurt, and then they then to be transported till here uh, with a truck. But however, they are disappeared from nowhere, and really no one is able to tell where they are. Angela Merkel is saying that she is not responsible for that; she doesn't want to know. We generally hope that the masks are going to appear soon because our doctors need them. Speaking of which, speaking of masks, I special th- a special thanks to my friend Caitlin. She's from US. Hi, Caitlin. And she brought a couple of considerations within the WhatsApp group. So she said that basically you do not need a mask um, unless you do have the symptoms of the coronavirus. And I do agree with you on that. Um, this is definitely what uh, doctors told us, what the government is saying to us as well. However, you know, just for my personal perspective, I like to have a mask if I'm going to a supermarket and go because, you know, you never know. This is just my personal opinion. But thank you, thank you very much, Gillian, for sharing your thoughts on the book. I'm going to answer also to the other consideration you did, but not in this podcast. I'm going to do that in the next podcast because otherwise this one is going to be too long. But by the way, thank you very much. And all of you guys, feel free every time to contact me all over the WhatsApp group. And I'll be discussing, as you just say, as you just listened, the the issue you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna point out there. Thank you, thank you very much again. So now guys, let's talk about EU, let's talk about an argument. Now, I just want your opinion uh, on this. I'm seeing that Europe is not taking the issue in a really, really serious way. Yeah, they're declaring the emergency status, however, they're not, um, they've not blocked uh, shops, they've not blocked uh, basically everything as we did. And believe me when I'm saying that if Europe is not taking the right measures, this situation is gonna be much 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 worse than what we are experiencing right now because um, I, t- I gave you the example I gave it the example before with the UK who is declaring that people infected could be more than 10,000 at, at present and I have to be fair we do have many many cases because we did a lot and believe me a lot of tests a lot of screening and that's why we have such a a huge sample and we took these measures. I know from friends, I know from official sources that other 
countries in Europe are not taking at all um, screenings, are not testing people, and so I'm just wondering how can they have number, have have a, a a fair number of infected people. This is just a. This is just what I'm, um, what I'm thinking right now of on, on the European situation. Let me know your thoughts, guys. Let me know what you think about that. I'm really curious to discuss that with you. Now, the last point I want to touch it is uh, the effect that Donald Trump declared the emergency status in USA as well for the coronavirus, and he promised uh, five millions of screens. So. Uh, well done, I have to say, really well done, because they have a private a private healthcare system there, and it is not easy to find uh, tests and resources for uh, you know to test the population, to screen the population basically. So, well done, I think. So let me know, guys, especially for the ones that are in America, what do you think about this measure? What do you think uh, uh, the president should have? should have done uh, if something should have been done better and etc so stay in USA I for the ones who listened to the to my previous podcast probably remember that I mentioned that in Europe at right now are arriving troops from America for an operation which is called Defender of Europe I had a confirmation uh, that they arrived on Thursday and uh, 20,000 soldiers had arrived and uh, with them, they arrived also 14,000 more vehicles. It is quite, you know, it is quite worrying. Let's hope they are not doing nothing wrong with them. So, going back um, to the Italian situation. How are we doing here? So, we do have a number, unfortunately, of infected people, which is raising day by day. Today, we have 17,660 infected people. And bear attention here, guys, for now. We do have 1,439 recovered people and 1,266 people that unfortunately passed out in the last days. This is the esteemed calculation, every day is updated, so this is the one from yesterday, from the Protezione Civile, who is the, uh, who is the authority which is dealing uh, with uh, many many things and the counts of the infected people recovering dead people. So I think that today is the fifth or sixth day of quarantine People are going crazy here, inco uh, including me, of course, because when you stay uh, jailed in your house for days and days and days with the same four people, my god, guys, it is insane. You could kill someone for real. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, it is really difficult, I have to say, but of course, it's better like this than, stay than laying down in a bed with, um, with a ventilator which is helping you breathing, right? So I was saying that I think that we are going to see the first results of this quarantine in two weeks, uh, as the president said, because um, as he mentioned, 
Of course, now we do these cases are the ones that have been infected two weeks ago before the quarantine started and because of irresponsible behavior of people who were going out and ski and doing pictures on Instagram with hashtag coronavirus, I don't fear you and etc. Now they are between the ones they are get, they, they, that took coronavirus and now they are in the hospital and you know uh, that needs to be treated. So I was saying we're gonna see probably the results in two weeks and I'm gonna update you of course during these weeks here with other podcasts on what is going on here. So fingers crossed, let's hope that the numbers during the next days will go down as happening in China. And in terms of, oh nice, this I like these arguments. Donations, so you need to donate a million dollar on my private account right now, guys. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> now, I was saying the donations. So, many, many people uh, started a campaign, started to raise money on Facebook. I don't know if an Instagram is possible because I'm not using Instagram and never used that. So, I don't know. You, you probably know, guys. Let me know if that is possible and let me know if people are doing that on Instagram as well. So, I had so many people who are raising uh, campaigns to raise money on Facebook. Uh, and there are also many, many private companies who are giving money to the government, uh, to the healthcare system, in order to support the system in, in this emergency situation. And now, guys, bear attention. It is insane to say that, but I need to talk about the church. So, it is quite surprising to me right now that to see that the church, instead of giving money, instead of supporting as private companies are doing, they are asking money for from people because they do not receive uh, money from the from the functions. So every Sunday, every Saturday, basically every day there is a function. Uh, I don't know. What religion do you have? But here in Italy, the what's happening is during the function, there's a guy who is basically going to collect money from people. This is an offer that the church uh, you can you can offer to the church money, you know. And still, the old people are doing that every day, and they're giving money, 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 money every day. And this is a huge, huge revenue source for the church. So I'm just wondering, um, right now the capital of the church declared, so you will never know which one is the real one. It is more than 300 billions, billions guys, billions, again, billions. <laughs> it is more than 300 billions and they are begging people for money instead of helping people which will be the main purpose for them to exist. They exist to help people and it is quite surprising to me and I'm asking myself, uh, what are you doing, Jesus? Okay, so next argument 
are measures. The measure my government took to basically fight this situation um, in terms of economy. So, you know, that probably, um, not probably, but for sure, if you stop the production, people need money. People need money to feed them, to feed themselves and to do their things, right? So if you're not working, where the money comes from? This is the main question we're still asking us. And if uh, the emergency will shut down all the factories, all the production, how can we survive? This is the main point, the massive question mark that we are asking right now to ourselves. However, at the moment, the measures have been taken it is first of all uh, to shorten the path for the students who are studying medicine right now at the moment the the what is the path right now so stand for the standards it is six years of studying and then you graduate and then you have other four years of specialization where basically you uh, specialize yourself in uh, in a field i don't know pneumology or whatever i'm not my I'm, I'm not a doctor so i could not tell so we need more doctor at the moment so they thought of this way well done guys well done i think so another one is refund uh, the tickets for erased events travels trips and whatever has been cancelled because of the virus I think this is a good measure, but it's not the fundamental ones. Uh, another one which I really liked it is uh, work from home or smart working. It is compulsory now for all the people who are working in the public administration. I think this is a good thing, and all companies where it is possible should adopt it, and they already did. Because, uh, of course, you don't know if your neighbor is infected or you don't know if you are infected and could and you you could potentially infect someone else so well done with this measure another one uh, it is provide masks and gloves for each worker uh, so for the ones that they are working in factories uh, and etc and are part of the production Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again very much for putting yourself, um, you know, against this situation and keep going and going to work and produce because otherwise we wouldn't have the food on our tables basically. <laughs> so thank you very much to you guys, you're really brave, I really appreciate you. And the government, to in order, you know, they cannot stop the production 100%. This is a matter of fact, I already told that in the previous, in the previous podcast. In order to do not stop everything, they of course are they committed to provide masks to every every worker and gloves to every every worker. This is a good measure, I think. So well done, guys. And well, this is the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you, thank you so much. If you arrived still here with me for today, I'm gonna uh, update you on what is going on here on what is going on around Europe and let me know what you think about that. I'm really curious to know your comments. If you want me to discuss uh, other arguments, uh, I will really do that with pleasure. So please stay tuned. And and one last thing before we go, I just want to remember again, these are my personal opinions on facts. 
and the podcast is not of course to spread panic or to you know to alarm people and this is just you know a way to make you aware of what is happening here what is happening in Europe particularly in Italy at the moment and of course to discuss between each other ideas and shared thoughts so thanks again very much guys I'll see you in the next episode Uh, it's going to I think from now on I'm gonna release at least twice a week an episode so let's stay tuned and I'll see you the next one well now guys it's uh, almost 29 here p.m. of course so for the ones that are in Europe have a good night for the ones that are in US Have a good day, guys. I'll see you in the next episode again. Ciao.